Hello and welcome to episode 74 of Existential and today we talk about the getting shit done mode but before I dive in I want to thank you so much for joining us and enjoy the episode. Alright so today we speak about the getting shit done mode and uh, please excuse the profanity I'm trying to mix up the titles hopefully the uh, the search terms will will find its way into into the ears of different listeners, new demographics, etc. So essentially, it was clickbait, but uh, just that just the title, the clickbait stops at the title. So excuse the profanity, but let's let's dive right into it. So this mode, right? This uh, called uh, beast mode, right? Is is often referred to it or it's you know high performance mode or whatever it is it's it's pretty much refers to an interesting interesting mode right it's kind of a mode where we're at our best or when we're at our peak or when we when we are doing our best when I'm my best me right and this is a mode where it's like you know I'm I'm normally average but now now I'm the tiger right now I'm the animal now don't you know don't get in my way Right, so it's this it's this mode where it's like you can't stop me performing, and it looks like and you know people really associate this getting shit done mode with uh, a clean room, you know their workspace is clean, their life is clean, their life is put together, uh, dieting is in check, they're taking care of themselves, they look good, they work efficiently, right? They perform well at at work, etc. Uh, so it's pretty it's pretty much a clean life right it's a put together life now that's that's what it looks like and that's the whole point right a lot of us are are very obsessed with this this is the goal right this beast mode is the goal this this end mode this high performance mode is the goal um but i mean even i even understand the the wording or the verbiage you look at uh the word high performance, it's its interesting because if you look at high performance, it means there is normal performance. Like you look at cars, there is high performance mode, and then there is the way the car works. You never see the term high performance permanently with people, right? People are never all the time high performance. And that's literally telling of, of this clean life uh, picture because people typically try to emulate or, or aspire to materialize this clean life but they don't by reflecting and emulating these attributes of having a clean workspace keeping their diet in check but the whole point is that if they're trying to be high performing then high performing when it comes to people is usually not a very balanced way of life so people typically try to do it they do great for a few days and then they, they kind of relapse um You'll see this in, in dieting more often than not. Uh, to have a clean room, to, to be dieting well, to work efficiently, having the clean lifestyle is, you know, if you're if you're one of those who are trying to work for it, honestly, it works. And then it works for a few days. This is working. You're finding good pace, good rhythm. And then it all starts kind of relapsing. It all starts kind of falling apart slowly, but you know, kind of quickly. It begins to the the structural integrity of of this new mode begins to wane. So we kind of talk about that today, right? So what are what are the what are we trying to emulate here, right? The clean room, the dieting, the efficient work, the clean lifestyle. Here is the problem. The problem is that these are not what make life structured. 
these are symptoms of a clean life. These are symptoms of a happy life. A clean room, dieting, and efficient work are symptomatic of a happy life. They are not a happy life. Having your room check, having everywhere in check is not cleaning. It is not, it's not that clean lifestyle that we're all aspiring to, to materialize, right? So instead of, so it could be, it could be two different approaches, right? People will either you know, do all these different things. They'll clean the room, they'll diet and they work efficiently to achieve a certain level of a high performance mode, or they, th- or they will be in high performance mode and do this to maintain it. Right. And I report that neither of those are, are good solutions because to be, to, to live that kind of clean lifestyle, you can't go about it from the outside, right? People are trying to attack the symptoms. People are trying to acquire the symptoms in order to get the actual uh, to get the actual program going, right? So essentially, right, to put it in simpler terms, in a better analogy, it's like wearing a it's just like a normal person, a normal guy, come out and wear and wears a a karate belt, right? He wears a black belt, and now he's a black belt. No, he's not. Um, that's that's really the that's really the situation, right? It's like walking outside and putting on a black belt, a karate black belt, and that's and that's not really the deal, right? So we're putting on the black belt, we're cleaning up our area. It looks like a clean, structured lifestyle. We're tying on the black belt. We're walking in public. We are high performing. However, right when it comes time to actually perform, when the structural integrity of either the black belt skills or that clean lifestyle is challenged when real life hits keyword real life is attacking then it all kind of starts to fall apart so the black belt point being is that it's representative of a good lifestyle it's representative of the clean lifestyle it's representative of your skill right wearing the belt is like it wearing the belt is a representative of your skill right it's, I mean, it's really, there's so many analogies to it. You can, you're, you're trying to really modify the cover of the book without really uh, writing, focusing on the writing of the book, right? You're wearing the belt of karate, but you're not really, you don't really hone any of the, the actual required skill in order to wear that belt, right? When you have that skill, that belt goes nowhere. When you have an actually uh, high-performing mental Stability. When you have that kind of mental stability that's constant and long term, these symptoms don't go away. Don't attack it. Imagine like imagine it like a fortress. All right. Imagine it like a castle. Don't attack the castle from the outside by by presenting yourself as though you're living that lifestyle with the clean room, the dieting. The free. these are all symptoms. These are all what happens after. These are all what happens after the actual stability, the actual cleanliness, the actual high performance takes place, right? The high performance is needed, right? But it's in your head. These are all clean room, dieting, efficient workspace. All this is symptomatic. All this is related to, it's a result of, it's an after fact. It's it's all afterwards, after you have reached a certain point mentally, right? You can't do these symptoms and then hope you reach that point. These are not means to reach the high performance point. These are results of the high performance point, right? Don't attack it from the outside. Don't wear the belt. Do the training and the belt will come.
right? That's what we're trying to work on. So why does getting shit done mode not, uh, not it, you know, it doesn't appear so often or tends to relapse after a long time is simply because we are trying to emulate the appearance of a clean life. And when we're trying to give the appearance of a clean life, we are trying to paint a, you know, strategically really paint a facade of a clear of the, the high performance uh, lifestyle, but we really, it at who we are at our core, we aren't high performance who you are and the picture you're trying to present will become the same at, at some point. Right. Now, when you don't want them to, they're going to become slower, right? When you when you don't want them, when you don't want the picture you're trying to put out and who you are to clash, it's going to take a long time, or it might take a short time. In this case, who you are if you're not high performance, and then you're trying to paint a high performance picture, it's going to come clashing soon. You're going to realize, okay, you, I can't maintain this because I'm at my core not high, I'm not a high performance person. Now, if you were high performance at your core. It doesn't take a long time for that to show outside. When you're a high performance at your core, that beams out and that beams out and manifests and materializes through efficient work, through dieting and the clean room. But it's, <coughs> excuse me, uh, it's it's quite interesting to kind of look at at how we understand what a lifestyle is, right? How how to live the high performance lifestyle. It's symptomatic of a happy life. It is a result of the happy life or not a happy life, but a more structured life, the clean room doing clean, starting off with a clean room with starting off with dining and starting off with efficiency. Don't create a high performance lifestyle. You have small steps, but all of these are results of a high performance lifestyle, right? The core, who you are at your core doesn't really go away. You change it. You just change it. You just rewire it. Wiring always exists until you die. You just have to rewire yourself. That's the whole goal here. That is really the the understanding, right? So if you have your if your core is high performance, hey, guess what? And I'm sorry if you're if you're high performance at your core and at your core you don't really you just it, that's who you are permanently then your outside surroundings are going to be there permanently. And if you're you're strong inside, you're strong outside. That's why, you know, that's why people who are actually weak inside show off a lot. They, you know, they show off or they're they're strong outside. And but the second they're challenged, immediately you snap their finger, you know, you snap a finger and they're they're weak. They're asking, they're immediately submitting, they're immediately acquiesced, right? Even in, in physical fights, right? That's what I'm kind of talking about. In physical fights, you have the guy who is actually weak. He presents himself as somebody strong. He walks out, shoulders back, very uh, strong tone, arrogant demeanor, walks like Conor McGregor, and he slowly but surely, um, he gives off the, he really pushes the advertisement of, of his own branding of I'm, uh, you know, who he is. He's strong. He, he's got to make sure that everyone else is, he's strong. His footprint must be left everywhere. Right. And he's presenting himself as he's strong, but at his core, he is weak. At his core, he is a weak individual. So now when somebody comes to challenge him, someone comes knocking on the door, let's fight. Right. I want to challenge you. That frame, that performance, that picture disappears in an instant and now it's just that it's just a weakness it exposed his core 
That's why real fighters, people who are really, really strong, like, yes, it manifests in their picture. It manifests out loud externally on the outside. But as soon as you challenge them, you're still dealing with that same person you saw on the outside. You're still seeing that same strong person. You're still seeing that that animal. The animal from the inside and the animal from the outside are the same, right? Someone who's weak tries to look strong. So the guy who is actually strong at his core and the guy who isn't so strong look the same. Like from from a third point, from a third perspective or an outside perspective, they look the same. But you snapped your fingers, you put a challenge up, the low performer, the I'm sorry, the the person who's who's lower at his core, who's who's a little weaker at his core, he's gonna snap, he's gonna fold. That's that's him and that's him. There's not really much to do about it. He's gonna snap and he's going to just submit. Right? He's going to do as the weak do. The strong guy, nothing happens to him. You snap your fingers, I don't know, he crushes your fingers, I guess. Um, but that's the entire idea, is that if you're weak inside and you try to look strong out loud. The world around you, you I mean, the, the literally the word real life, real life is going to hit and real life is going to say like, oh, you know, I, do I want to do my laundry? Do I want to diet? Do I want you know, do I have to go the extra mile on the work, right? All these little ideas of real life, you know, kind of inch their way in and, and couch their way into your newfound lifestyle. And that's in, you know, that's kind of a direct hit on the goal, right? So these these sim these symptoms of a clean lifestyle are what people are trying to show outside. That's the outside picture. Clean room. Look at my room, completely clean. Look at my diet, clean as ever. Look at my work, efficient. Right. Look. Now you give me a week. Will it still be that way? No, it won't. I am weak inside in my life. I'm weak at my core, but outside it's translated as strong. Now, if you want the outside to be strong, it's only dependent if the inside is strong. And that's the whole idea of, of the getting shit done mode. It's it's not exactly that because a mode implies that you can switch it. If you're really who you are, you, I mean, there's not really much to switch. There is nothing to switch when you are who you are, right? When you're at your core, it shows inside and without even any extra effort it shows outside and that's the entire goal right that is the that is the required that's really the required way to to get it done right that's the required way so yes we are after the symptoms of a clean lifestyle but the clean structure the strong integral structure it's all in your head this comes after it's important right it's important that you come that the that these uh, these attributes of the clean lifestyle, the getting shit done mode, of the high performance mode, are in check. It's important. It's crucial, in fact, right? Some of us can argue it's you know it's vital to the way we live, but it cannot be maintained. It's in balance unless it's who you are, right? That that's really the entire idea. So for one to claim it's a mode would be incorrect wording. Um, so uh, I mean, I just started off with it as a word just to kind of uh, display and go through the points. But this is really this is really the problem, right? Our society has, uh, at least American society, has a habit of of painting the picture, of um, of this is what it looks like, right? This is what it is. The symptoms are the symptoms are the sickness, and not a sickness in a way, but the sim just uh, through through an analogy, the symptoms are the sickness. They are one and the same, right? 
The symptoms tell if you have it, but they are not it. Don't conflate one another, right? The appearance is different from what's actually there. If what's actually there is what's actually there, the appearance will manifest, right? If it's true, it your, your, your lifestyle will clarify just like that. As for actually you know, improving your core to the point where you could actually have these uh, these symptoms show up and materialize organically. That's something that, you know, of course, a therapist can help. You know, I've done in the past. Um, it, it definitely helps beyond measures, you know, from personal experience. But that's what that's what we have to kind of focus on is is modifying our core, right? Rewiring our core and this is a result of we're rewiring a weird word. Um, that's, that's really the whole goal here. And that's, and that, that's kind of what I'm going to leave you off with. So guys, please stay home, stay safe. Uh, listen to last episode for any mental, to keep up that mental hygiene in, in this quarantine. And with that, we are going to close. So thank you so, so, so much for listening. Our support helps. Be sure to share this podcast with all your friends and family and be sure to tune in daily for new episodes of Existential.